0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Paulette. I'm an editor at HowStuffWorks. And uh, as usual, sitting next to me, I've got senior writer Jonathan Strickland. Howdy. And uh, I think we'll go merrily, merrily, merrily down the stream Of uh, video. Yes, yes. We're going to talk about video streaming online. Um, You're probably familiar with the technology. Um, It's been around for quite some time. Um, You know, just tune in and spend 23, 25 minutes waiting for it to uh, buffer so that you can watch it.
1: Right. Or you watch maybe two seconds of it and then it stops and then you wait and then you watch another – Second, and it stops.
0: <laughs> Put it on pause, go make a sandwich, come back.
1: Or if you have a fast internet connection like some of our friends out in San Francisco, you don't even know what we're talking about because you just watch it and it just plays.
0: That's true. Actually, that's probably it's, true for most people. Right. Now. Anyone a who's not on
1: dial up. Be, yeah. yeah. Anyone who's not on dial up probably has a, you know, d- as long as the connection is pretty good, you're, you probably have seen streaming video without too much trouble.
0: Yeah. But um, we weren't really talking about uh, applications like YouTube when we were uh, discussing what we were going to talk about today. And and, uh, really what I was thinking about was more along the lines of uh, sites like Hulu.com. Right. Um, And for those of you who are not familiar with Hulu, it is one of several that we're going to mention. But basically, you can tune in, watch a a TV show, a movie, um, really the whole thing, you know, supported by advertising. Uh pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, it's in a tiny little window. It's not we're not talking, you know, full screen TV. Well you it, can make it, but it's
1: blocky. Right. It's a, it's the definition is lower than standard definition for your yeah. television. Yeah. But you know, it's it's the fact that you have access to this pretty large library of content. Sure. Um legitimately, which is the, the that's the best part, is that you don't have to worry about this site being taken down because you know of violation of copyright laws. No, yeah, this
0: is this is the actual uh content providers. Um in the case of Hulu, um it's Fox and NBC Universal. So you're seeing um in some cases it's Way, you know, decades old TV shows. In other instances, it's more, uh, um, modern stuff. Um, and, in a lot of cases, if it's conflicting with current stuff, it'll be a few weeks behind, or maybe it'll, they'll have just clips. Uh, right. Battlestar Galactica, for example, is a show which they don't have full episodes of. Although you can watch the original show and go, really? They decided to completely remake this.
1: I know. Why remake perfection? <laughs> you already had it perfected people. Uh, okay, I, this is where I admit that I've never watched a new episode of Battlestar Galactica, but I was a die-hard fan of the original, oh, yeah. and if you disgrace it with any kind of comment, I will, I will have to. No, it was oh, absolutely fun. I love right, the show, awesome. and I, and I had, had the toys, best theme music ever. Yeah, yeah. it's well, the ringtone on my phone, people, and that is not a joke. <sighs> So anyway. So anyway, uh, but I was going to mention, so we're talking about Hulu being legitimate. Um, to give you an idea of an illegitimate <laughs> one, uh, there's a, there's a, a site, uh, called TV Links. Okay? TV Links. TV, TV dash links. Okay. And, um, it was a, it is and was because occasionally it gets taken down. Um, it's a site that hosts, Episodes of various television shows. I think it might have a few movies as well. Mostly it's TV and animation. Um, and it does not necessarily have the permission of the owners to show that material. Um, so it is- That never happens. Yeah. So it's one of those sites where there are lots and lots and lots of choices. Um, but you have to- if you go there, you're going there with the knowledge that this site could not be there if- if the content providers decide that Hey, you know what? This is just ridiculous. People are, are watching our stuff without going through the proper channels. <laughs> so to speak. Um, then, <laughs> then, yeah, they could, they could certainly, you know, sue TV links and say, you can't do that. And, uh, that's happened a couple of times. I mean, there are times where if you tried to go to the website, it, it just, you get a, an error message because it's been taken down. Um, but, you know the reason the, it, it was tempting for people to go there because there was they could access things that they couldn't necessarily access uh, easily wherever they lived. Like in the United States, for instance, we don't necessarily have access to some of the the programming that uh, the BBC does.
0: That's true, and they do offer quite a bit on the BBC website, but you have to be, uh, uh, you
1: know, resident of, resident the, UK. of the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not, if you're not one of the Queen's subjects, then you're, you're pretty much out of luck.
0: You're subject to being blocked
1: out. Exactly. You don't, you can't access the material. Well, the same thing is true in other countries when they try and access uh, sites over here is sometimes there are restrictions where they're not able to do that unless they're using some sort of weird proxy. Right. Um, Right. um, and I want to I want to get
0: back to Hulu and the legitimacy sure. of Hulu, but um, I should mention that there are other sites that do this. Um, juiced is probably the most famous. Right. Um, that's not juiced like in you've just pulped uh, grapefruit. It's more like uh, J O O S T. And it, the founders of um, actually have Kazaa, oddly enough, and Skype decided they wanted to do a streaming TV uh, venture. And of course, you'd think with that pedigree. You know, With Kazaa being part of it, you'd go, hmm, really? But actually, they have gone to great lengths to license a lot of content. They've got uh, PBS on board, the public broadcasting system, CBS, Sony Pictures TV, National Geographic. Um So a lot of people are involved in that. And they used to have a client, a, a software program that would run these TV shows. But now they offer just a plug-in for your web browser, which makes it a little uh, more simple to do that. And that's probably right. because uh Hulu, which – People used to pick on for having a goofy name uh, now is um, more legitimate. But um, I also found out yesterday that uh, Comcast Interactive has a, their own version of this called FanCast. Um, they have full episodes of TV shows and, and movies and things like that too that they've licensed. Um, but talking about the legitimacy of, uh, of Hulu, um, I was reading an article in Ars Technica by Nate Anderson and uh, to quote him, he says, it's only a matter of time until the web loses its second class status when it comes to video programming. Well, last night, uh, we we're recording this the day after the second presidential debate, and I watched the presidential debate live on Hulu.com. And, you know, it was probably not a big test for them because you got CNN and all Net- the networks every, and MSNBC network competing it, sure. with them. But it was a test and there were no hiccups. It was, you know, smooth. It was easy to watch, you know. It was on my computer screen while I was working on something else. I could keep an eye on it, um, and I'm thinking, you know, this could be legitimate. This could go, you know, big time. Now, sure. you know, Anderson says that people are not going to give up their TVs because that's, you know, you got it in your comfy room. You got a widescreen TV. Why would you give that up in favor of an itty bitty window on your computer? But uh, you well, know, it's here's, if they start moving into live events, that's right. That's in a whole different uh, and, ballgame. And,
1: and here's another argument. Sure. What if the TV evolves into a computer? I mean, there's no reason why television is going to stay in the same form factor it's in right now. In fact, oh. we know that's not the case. There are, there are internet ready televisions already being produced. You so silly convergence man. That's one of my, you know what? It's the singularity. <laughs> it's coming, brother. Um, but the, no, seriously, the, the whole idea of people aren't going to give up their televisions. They, mu- they won't have to. They won't have to give up their TVs because their computers and their TVs will become one and the same. So you'll start seeing, and it'll it'll be high end first. It'll be the early adopters who will then drive the the price down, uh, and you'll start to see televisions that are really, you know, computers in a in a television form, um, and you'll be able to use all these services. and There there are boxes out there that kind of allow you to do that to some extent, um, like the Apple TVs in the world and the well, you know, you've
0: got the uh- the Roku Netflix the box.
1: Roku you're right which is uh, that opened up just recently too they yep. they had some new deals with Roku
0: and that's uh yeah $99 for this box that you attach to your TV very much like uh you would a, a DVR or uh you know cable or satellite box but um you know you got more than 12,000 titles already so you can basically just download the the video of the movie to your computer you know, box that goes on your TV. It's sure. not, you know, seamless.
1: And, um, you know, even things like Xbox and, and PS3. I the mean, Voodoo. You know. Um, you these know. are all hardware solutions that are kind of bridging that gap between the computer and the TV.
0: Yeah. And with services like uh, um, Verizon's, Fios, and some of the other things, sure. you've got the bandwidth available coming you know fiber right. optic bandwidth to Yeah if you're that, in New York
1: City you're set.
0: Yeah pretty much because you can you've got the bandwidth to deliver that real time um you know you can even get some HD programming on on that connection now so you have the same basically the same format so you've got the right machine attached to your TV you're you're pretty much set you can download anything from new to use so do you think programming is going to stay Programming, Or do you think it's all just going
1: to be on-demand in the future? That's a good question. Um, I think eventually we will see more of an on-demand model. Um, I don't know. I think that's going to be a ways off uh, because people are really used to the whole programming. Like I tune in at 8 p.m. to see this. Or I set my TiVo for ABM to well, see, record this. That's the thing. It's all chipping away at that. Right. It's, it's, and it is chipping away. I think it's going to take a little longer before it actually heads off completely. I mean, for one thing, you've got advertisers who resist that so much because really when you think about, you know, advertisers, what they're looking at is they're looking to try and hit a specific demographic and they do tons and tons of studies that cost millions of dollars to find out when that demographic's watching television. And if that demographic's watching television at 8pm, then you can darn well bet that that's going to be the most expensive time to buy ads on television. But if you get it to the point where, yeah, they're watching television at 8pm, but they're doing it on demand. So it doesn't matter. You know, you can't just target 8pm anymore because you have no idea what they're going to be watching. That throws lots of monkey wrenches into their plans. So. The world runs on money. <laughs> and so yeah, it's chipping away, but until the financial like giants the whole marketing uh, uh scheme finds a way to to incorporate the whole on demand model, um you're gonna see a lot of resistance within the industry, I think. Yeah, but I think from what I've from what I understand.
0: Some of the the people who are using set-top box DVRs, um, I think TiVo, in fact, has a deal with Nielsen where they can pull some of that demographic information. And they sure. know even what ads you're fast-forwarding through and which ones you go, hey, that was kind of funny. And, and, and you back up and go go through that
1: again. And when you're using the internet, you can totally track and see how many exactly. people are downloading a specific or streaming a specific video. So it seems um, like
0: – when the companies get over their initial fear of that, they might say, well, actually, I can get more information this way.
1: Right. It may be, it may be that they start pro, uh, targeting targeting specific programs as opposed to specific blocks of time. Yeah. Um,
0: and there's still going to be one, live things that people want to watch, election coverage, for example, sure. or the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, yeah, that, and, that people uh, are going to want to watch live as it
1: happens. You know, what, you know what we've been kind of talking about here? Yeah. Um, Besides, besides streaming video, kind of in a, a big picture way, um, we've got a uh, <laughs> boy. I keep using those without meaning to. Um, we've got a little catch, catch uh, phrase term that we use here at Tech Stuff a lot. Uh, it's kind of like uh, stuff you should know. They have the fight or flight. Reflex. I don't oh, know if yeah. You know, if you listen to that podcast, Josh and Chuck, that's that's their go-to phrase. And you should absolutely um, listen to that. Right. You should because they're very entertaining uh, and educational. But at Tech Stuff, our go-to phrase is cloud computing. Oh, yes. Which is pretty much what we're talking about here with streaming video. The video is, is – unless you're downloading it to a device like we were talking about earlier. If you're streaming it, then that means that the video actually lives on computers that are owned by Hulu or whomever. Yeah. Not like
0: if you bought a video from the iTunes Store, right? Download that, it to your Apple TV and watch it on
1: your. That's your a TV. more that, traditional. That's a traditional. Model. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to uh, logging onto Hulu and and watching, watching yeah. you know, an episode of uh, Thirty Rock or whatever. Sure. Um, and I I thought we could also talk briefly about some of the other services that uh, that aren't uh, necessarily geared toward the thing that Hulu is. Anyway, Hulu, you're you're getting. Um, television programs and and seeing live events and things like that, um, but there are other like we talked briefly about YouTube. Um, YouTube, of course, is the site where you it's user generated content. You do find television shows occasionally on YouTube. You're not supposed to. Briefly, yeah. <laughs> as soon as uh, as soon as someone raises a complaint about it, YouTube will move to re- uh, to take that down. Yeah. But I mean, that's the problem is that of course, if someone has a copy of that they can it can pop up in another location almost as fast as you can take it down or faster in some cases. But YouTube's meant as user generated as is a uh, Vimeo, which is another one. Um, oh, yeah. Uh Justin TV, which is almost like yeah. to, that's a live streaming video service, uh, like a um, Ustream. Yeah, a seismic. So, yeah. So these are all different streaming video sites that uh, that really kind of cater to to the user experience. It's not necessarily a way to consume um traditional media in a new format um i was going to talk about a neat little blogging thing called 12 seconds have you heard of this i have heard of that yeah i don't know much about it you've heard about it briefly yes because that's how long you have to you have 12 seconds in order to do a video post you do a video post that's about 12 seconds long and so it's just your thought about something it's kind of like the video version of twitter yeah Mm. you saw where i was going immediately with that yes i did um same sort of thing i thought i'd pounce on that yeah nice Mm. Nice pounce. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to work Plurk in there somehow, but I don't – it just doesn't really fit.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd come up with some other quippy thing.
1: i do done now. You know, there, and there have been some pioneers in this whole streaming video uh, format that have that have really kind of led the way. I mean part of this issue was – really came to light during the whole writer's strike last sure. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the When the entertainment writers were striking – uh, it was partially because of the argument about new media and what its place was going to be in the future. And, um, the writers were arguing that they weren't going to be compensated fairly for, uh, their work when it was going to be shown over the internet. And then the, the uh, media companies were saying, we don't even know if we can make money over the internet. Big mess. And, uh, uh, it looks like now you can see that, you know, there's, it's gaining popularity. So at least the interest is there. Whether or not the money is there, that still remains to be seen. But there's at least support for it. There's a demand for it among the mar- in the marketplace. So at least then the writers had that part straight. The right. writers were saying, hey, you know, people are going to want to watch television on their computers. A lot of them were saying, hey, my kids, that's all they use. They just use the computer to watch TV.
0: Yeah,
1: um, They don't ever turn the television on because there's – what they want to see isn't necessarily on at that point. Yeah. Um, and you even had people like like uh, uh South Park, they they put all of their episodes up online on South Park Studios, so you could mm-hmm. watch, and they, you could even watch the newest episode uh, as soon as it finished airing on television. It was up on the site, and you could watch it for about a week, and then they would take it down. Right. Um, but everything from the season before all the way to the very beginning of South Park, you can find at South Park Studios. So, with sort of like test cases like that, that's kind of how it led to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then you have, you know, internet-only programming like Doctor Horrible's Sing Along Blog. Ah, uh,
1: yes. So, yes, uh, I'll be applying to the Evil League of Evil tomorrow. Actually, <laughs> good to know. That's not even a joke.
0: What are you gonna do? Like suck us all into a black hole? You'll
1: have to see. I'll just <laughs> link a. I'll, I'll I'll Twitter a YouTube post on there, and people can can see my application. All right. Uh, but yeah, Doctor Horrible—it's a great example. That was a Joss Whedon project where yep. he he wrote this piece specifically to see if it was a viable alternative to uh, to, to traditional television. Um, you may or may not know that Whedon has had a checkered past with the television industry, uh, or rather, you know, things like Fox or the WB or whatever. Um, that would be the television industry, right? Yeah, yeah, specific parts of the television industry. Right. But the the issue was that it was it was not always his vision that was going to to make it to the screen, uh, or they he would get uh, his program would get uh, moved around really uh, quite a bit, so that it could never really gather an audience. So you would have a hardcore audience that really loved a program, but it couldn't get footing with a larger, broader base. Um, Because of lack of support. And so he said, well, you know, why should we have to depend on this kind of delivery system when the internet is there and we can deliver directly to viewers, reach a lot more people? We don't we don't have to be beholden to this larger company that doesn't really care about us. And uh, I think Dr. Horrible was a uh, was sort of a proof of concept. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it worked. People are demanding more. And he said there will be more now. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I think the DVD will have a, a part four. So, um, Interesting. and there may be more even further down the line. I guess it all depends on what everyone's uh, schedules uh, allow, That's but, true. but there's definitely demand. So proof of concept. There you go. But if you're not streamed
0: out, you can check out a whole bunch of streaming audio and video articles on our website, including oh, how youtube works which is available right now on howstuffworks.com and we will talk to you again soon
1: for more on this
0: and thousands of other topics visit howstuffworks.com let us know what you think send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com brought to you by the reinvented 2012 camry it's ready are you